Hello and welcome to the TOVG Podcast. My name is George Weedman. My friend's name is Jimmy B, and we've got some new friends in this week. We have Luke in here, who you guys may know as Youngtown from Hidden Block on YouTube. And we're also having Todd, who goes by Rated S for Sandwich on the tubes as well. How are you guys doing today? Hello. Hi, doing just fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic, Jimmy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Everyone oh, is great. How so is uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, we're all about positivity here on the TOVG podcast. Good. Um what what have what have you guys been up to this week? What games have you been playing? Uh I have been playing Pokemon again, which is actually I mean, you may think that's like a like typical thing because I'm on that Pokemon show on the on gym, but <laughs> like, so the gym. I literally, I literally never play the game. I have like 140 hours clocked, which is like a lot, but like, like I have not played the game in like two months. You do realize which is weird, you said I, I never. Show. What? I, I never You're play the game. The fans. Right before you said I have 140 hours logged. Well, like, like. I logged 140 hours in like two months, and then I just went on to like, like oh, I'll jump on and I'll play for like a minute and then get bored and go off. But like, I realized that being on a Pokemon show, I should probably have at least completed my Pokedex once ever. So I'm doing that right now. <laughs> and it's pretty fun and having some fun. Which, which one? Are you talking about X and Y? Is that what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm talking about uh, Y version. Mm. Okay. So yeah, I never completed any of the older Pokédexes. I always just like did the main story and then kind of stopped playing. And I don't know, with the uh, with Ruby and Sapphire remakes coming out, I decided to like go a little hard and see if I can, you know, do it. So go oh, sweet or go How, go home. So I would imagine doing a Pokémon show like twenty four seven, basically like editing it. And do you, do you help write for it as well? Uh, I write my like. The, the mini decks and the extra decks to like my little Monday shows, but uh, I don't often help them write like the main episodes. That's usually just Alex and Kel's. Oh, okay, but I, yeah, I was I was gonna say I imagine you get like kind of tired of of Pokemon after a while. You know, you would think so, but like it's weird. I'm becoming a bigger fan of it the longer we do the show. Like we just like I just did <laughs> research for a thing that. Uh, we're, we're gonna end up doing it later, a Pokemon, I don't, I don't know if you guys know Toxicroak, but like, it's based off of a frog that, I kid you not, literally snaps its own finger bones <laughs> to create claws that stick out of its skin. That is amazing. And that's a Ooh. real animal that like, it, it just like naturally does that, like all of them do that. They just like break their own bones so they can have like gross snap bone claws that like stick out of their fingers. It's does, really weird. Does the weird. Pokemon do that? No, he's just like a frog that has claws oh. and is poisonous, but like that's he's based on that thing. Yeah, well, it's a little gruesome for Pokemon. No, that's fine. Whatever, just make know, like man. Wolverine. Pokemon <laughs> gets up to some like crazy shit sometimes. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it, it's a it's a popular Pokemon, but I've always hated Cubone just for the fact just so that, that like, he wears his. <laughs> am I getting well, this right? He wears his mother's skull. Yes, but like the whole the whole <laughs> jam is that like it's not just one. Like the story makes sense if it's like a singular Cubone, but it's like the entire race of them that exist all wear their dead mother's skulls that so, are all like mysterious deaths, and like it just doesn't make any sense. So so what does that make their mother then? Like are they Cubone females? <laughs> I, but, like, they evolve into Marowak, which is supposed to be its mother. It's so 
it's so weird. There's like a few instances like that that so, just don't so make sense. So it's like sense. a chicken and the egg dilemma. <laughs> yeah. Which came yeah. first, Cubone or Marowak? Or, or it's dead mother. Cubone <laughs> or <laughs> dead mother. <laughs> so here's, here's what I'm hearing. Uh, a Pokemon died and then evolved post-mortem into, into Cubone. Or no, Marowak. But it, it didn't come from Cubone. Something else was the source material. E- e- and, yeah, it, uh, and then from then on, it was Cubone and then Marowak again. That's how that worked. It's so confusing. It's so no, confusing. No, no, no. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. We did an episode yeah. on it, and I'm still... <laughs> I'm still confused. I've I've always said that um I've told I've told Jimmy Nintendo fan for the win Jimmy this before, mm-hmm. but uh, I I've always liked the idea of a of a Pokemon game that took the Nuzlocke rules like for real and like oh, where yeah. your Pokemon could actually die. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, then I think I would be super attached to them, knowing that if, if they can just faint, it's just kind of like whatever. You can come yeah. back. But if, like you can actually die, and I gotta like take care of the ones that I really care for, the like better and that sort of thing, and I like neglect one, and you know that one that one passes away. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I think no. Pokemon dying no. is still canon though, like in the universe, right? Yeah, no, they mm-hmm. they can. There's very rare instances where they do it in the show because it's so like emotional for a kids show. They usually just try and stick around like not as big things. But I mean, like if you even go back to season one. Ash finds his Charmander abandoned in the middle of the road in a rainstorm using a leaf to keep its tail flame alight, and if that flame goes out, it dies. Which so makes no like, sense either. Right, right, but like, I mean, <laughs> physics aside, the, like that episode opens with like, there's a dying creature here that's actually gonna die, and it's like, it. you don't think about it at first, but then you look back and you're like, oh, that was really dark. It like, was. It could have just like been dead. It could just could have been like Charmander Roadkill. But also in the game, in uh, well, I don't know. I mean, Red Blue is what I remember. And you go to Lavender Town and you find Rival, and he's like mourning over his dead Ratata. Yeah. So oh, so yeah, it happens. That, that whole it theory. happens. That whole. Theory. It just doesn't yeah, happen it's... to you. <laughs> Thankfully. Thankfully. Which which puts a whole other weird spin on your own experiences in the universe, doesn't it? Yeah, it's 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 a lot. That's why we have a channel dedicated to this. YouTube.com <laughs> slash national decks. Oh yeah, subscribe. Woo. Todd, <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh well recently I've been playing I finally started the, the Destiny beta because <laughs> I was like super in I was I was all on board the Destiny train when <laughs> they announced it, I'm like, yes. This is a great idea. I want mm-hmm. guns and I want RPG and I want Bungie. I, I want all that stuff. Yeah. And then they showed off the first gameplay and I was like, wow, that was really underwhelming. I don't. I'm <laughs> it looks. Really dis- it looks like Borderlands. And- so what I've what I've discovered because I also felt as such, except mm-hmm. that I felt Borderlands had way more actual like style to it, and, and it, you know it was more compelling in that. For that reason, mm-hmm. um, it's sort of like it's like it's like Borderlands' more serious, dramatic cousin, <laughs> and they like they get along really well, but they don't really talk. Uh. Does that does that make sense? Like, yeah. You could tell that yeah. you could tell that they're related, but like <laughs> right, you, right, they wouldn't like hang out at a party. One of them exactly. is a lot easier to talk to than the other, but they both exactly. kind of show up to the same things. See, uh, Destiny is the one that everybody, everyone wants to be Destiny's friend because Destiny's just like them. But Borderlands is the interesting one. <laughs> That's what it seems like so far. Like this game, I mean, I, I'm having fun. I, I'm genuinely enjoying all of the combat encounters. Like th- that's all that stuff has been compelling, and, and for the most part, better than what it looks like. 
if you uh -huh. just watch the footage. Right, it looks right. like you're just going, POP, shoot the bad guy, okay, right. next, next. You know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel that way at all, though. It feels like I'm I'm being challenged. Uh, you know, they, they try to flank you. They're, there's a decent variety of enemies, not quite as much as I'd like, but mm. this is just a beta. Right, so right. We'll see. But yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Okay, so you are enjoying it. Um... Mm. In that case, can you pitch me on it? Because I'm one of the few people who actually didn't really like Borderlands. I felt okay. that the gunplay was weak and that it was, um, it just kind of felt like a grind to me. Like the way a lot of the story happens with these, um, like text boxes instead of, preach it, instead preach of it, brother. cut scenes and voices. <laughs> and, and I don't know, like the, the humor, this is kind of, kind of try hardy. I didn't play Borderlands yes. 2, granted, but that's because I didn't like the first one that much. So mm. if someone who doesn't like Borderlands goes into Destiny, you think, you think I, I could, um, find some redemption in there or, or is it let still me, not going to be for me? You, I got to preface it. Because uh, there's some setup required to that. <laughs> okay. Let me uh, let me let me ask what sort of game like RPGs and or shooters do you like, or what what about them do you like? If you don't want to name specific in, ones. In a shooter, I like speed, which I think is something Borderlands didn't right. have a it lot does, of. It, it yeah. doesn't. It never. Not like, even like, two. I really two like it better, but when yeah, when not. my fingers are like moving across the keyboard or the controller like real super fast and. Um, do, like you I like, played, do you like Twitch shooters? Do you like like yeah, Quake yeah. or Unreal Tournament? Yeah, I really okay. Dest or not Dest Titanfall <laughs> lately actually because that kind of um, had similar okay. gameplay where it was very very vertically oriented and there was a lot of um, almost skill based movement going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I really liked Titanfall for that reason as well. It felt like felt like this weird like mix of modern shooter and like old school like and, almost an old source school. engine the best like, of both worlds yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. everything was source engine more tangible anyways <laughs> oh that makes yeah. sense then yeah I, I think based on that i think you would like destiny more it's i will say this it's not a it's not a twitch shooter it's not that fast or at least it isn't yet because you know as as games like this go you know, like you, you first start playing World of Warcraft, and it's like the most. It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like a like an interactive novel. It's like yeah, that's pretty how, asinine. Exactly, it's not really you know <laughs> not a lot going on. But uh, towards the end of the game, you know, like at the high level, you be you be clicking stuff and, and hitting the keyboard, or or else you you'll be dead. So I'm assuming that this game is going to eventually ascend to that level of complexity. But mm -hmm. as of right now, I, I would say that you would you would enjoy this definitely more than Borderlands because it's faster and you're doing more, like you, you're hitting more buttons. It's more satisfying to, like m like maneuvering especially is more satisfying. Mm -hmm. They have this fun little, uh, I don't know if everybody has it, but my class, I'm playing a warlock, has this thing called glide. And it's it's not not like really a jetpack. It's more like a uh. like it it sort of holds your trajectory and then and kind of lowers gravity for a sec. Like that's what it feels like. So you can have that fun thing where you double tap A and you kind of like glide up a bunch, or like you can jump off a cliff and be like, I right, I'm gonna glide to the next the next bluff. You know, you kind of like get mm, that that little miniature piece of satisfying mm. movement where it's like, yeah. This so, is my goal it, for the next five seconds. Is it kind of <laughs> like like a half double jump? Like, it, uh, I'm trying to think of comparisons. What what it sounds like to me is I don't know if you guys ever played uh, the the recent like Tribes reboot, yeah, Tribes uh, Ascend. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. Like, yep, that is exactly. You, yeah, yeah, that okay. game is big on this on this mechanic called skiing, where like 
if you if you walk like you're stupid slow, it's like incredibly slow how slow you walk. But like if you hit spacebar or hold spacebar down, you lose all friction, and so like you slide down hills and you get like super crazy fast because you're skiing down hills and like <laughs> that's what it sounds like, and that sounds you, really you move freaking fast cool. like that, and you but in the lose air. control unless you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good luck shooting anybody with bullets in that game. But anyways, um, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm not gonna say that definitely this is gonna rock your world or anything, but I feel like based on based on just what you've said now, having I have no I never met you before until today, <laughs> I think that you would play Destiny and you would be like, okay, I, I could do this more. I could keep I could keep going, and I'm not like the the story is super like cut and dry. It's like. Hey, we found a moon helpful <laughs> sphere and it made us super so smart. We gotta shoot people we for got, some reason. Exactly. Then we all got screwed, and now we gotta fix. We gotta the gotta bad. shoot shoot the bad guys. Yeah. Story yeah. is all science fiction, and then you're like, all right. <laughs> but all right. it is the the HUD is super clean, which is a big deal, and something mm-hmm. that Borderlands doesn't quite deliver on as well. The HUD's really reactive, very clean, and very descriptive, so it's really easy to know what you're supposed to do. So if you haven't been paying attention to Peter Dinklage, <laughs> then you can just you can just go, and it's fine. <laughs> So That's great. I've I've heard I've heard impressions that he kind of phoned in his performance. Is that does that does that feel like that to you? It it doesn't. I I saw Alex <laughs> tweet tweet something about that, and yeah. uh, I was like, oh, that, that worries me. But uh, it's it's just because he's a robot. He's like a robot ghost guy. Like that's, that's where he's called a ghost. It's called a ghost. He's not a ghost. But is, um, and is how it much like- emotion can you expect out of a robot ghost? That's like double layers of callousness. (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say, Luke? I was going to say, how does the effect sound? I mean, does it sound like really like tinny and like cheap? Nah, nah. See, okay, I will say this. It's not it's not a bassy sound. Like it's more like uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of like who who does it sound like? Uh, I'm not sure. Tinny. It's it's it is yeah I guess it's kind of tinny but doesn't feel like crap though. We're it's, talking about his voice, right? Yeah, yeah. the vocal like the effects yeah, the sonic on quality his, or whatever. On, right, yeah. This is I, I wish that Luke had a, had a chance to play because he'd be able to describe it perfectly. Huh. But but it doesn't sound bad, but it doesn't sound like bassy. Like they're giving him sort mm. of a yeah. <clears throat> like imagine if they took like the you ever watch. Damn it! This is I, I'm about to go so deep with references. You ever play Fable Three? Uh, I played Fable Two. Is that close enough? No, it's not. Because John, okay. John John Cleese plays a like a butler in that character or butler character in that game where he uh-huh. just like like tells you about stuff. Uh-huh. He sort of is like that, except without the jokes <laughs> and the kind of robot-y voice. That's that what he. That's sort of what he sounds like. Such a specific reference. I have no I, idea. I know. It's fine. Let's well, let's move off. Uh, it. Yeah, but, let's. But hey. it's it's fun. I'm I'm enjoying myself. Luke, Great. what what have what have you been doing this week, Luke? Uh, I've been sleeping a lot, and uh, <laughs> I've been play, I've been playing Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> oh. oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh Uh-oh. man, that is. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is my favorite game of last gen, actually. Wow. Well, actually, I don't. You didn't, you didn't preface your statement by saying whether or not you like it, so I guess so. No, no. <laughs> so, no, so no. I know what I'm getting into here. No, no. I, I definitely, I like it a lot. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make a, I'm trying to make a video off of it, and uh, so I've, I've been, uh, I, if whenever I get like discouraged or 
kind of like, all right, I'm kind of done working on it. I'll actually mm-hmm. go back and keep playing the game because I like I don't want to stop playing it. It's it's right. it's got me it's got me hooked now. There's just this, so much to do. Yeah, is yeah. this your your first time through, or did you play mm-hmm. it back in the day at all? No, no. This is uh this is actually my second time through. I actually played it through my first time uh, last summer. With with a friend of mine, and mm-hmm. we sat through and we played it, and we invented a, a character. No, it was actually, um, I think it was in 2012 that we played it because we based our character off of the whole Coney incident. Oh, and so God. we called him Coney Williams or something like. That. I can't remember, <laughs> but it was yeah, it was all about the character. And so, uh, yeah, no, I I really dig that game. I like that game a lot. Yeah, I I remember when Fallout Three came out. Um, I equate the two a lot because New Vegas to me mm-hmm. felt a lot like Fallout Three more. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I mean, like there, there was a lot of good like like mechanic changes to like how you level up and stuff that that made it better. But it was a lot of of the same stuff that you can get in Fallout Three. I remember I sunk fifty hours to fall into Fallout Three in my first like two weeks of having it, and like I looked back and I was like, wow, one day of each of those weeks was dedicated to Fallout 3. <laughs> but they're both Damn, really good games. They're but great, they, yeah. They both, like, kind of sort of look and play the same on a surface level. But yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. underneath everything, the writing and the, um, like, choice and consequence in Fallout New Vegas, it just, like, takes it on a whole new level for me. Like, how much, mm-hmm. just how much detail they put into the uh, economy of New Vegas. Like, you can actually trace the the power lines going from the power stations to the substations to the yeah. individual neighborhoods that you find. The first time I actually went out of my way to do that, it was blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I actually, um, New Vegas... Kind of, kind of has like not a tarnished memory, but like I, I did this thing where through the entire game I was like, no, I'm gonna do this campaign. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this way. I'm gonna be on these guys' side. And I kept switching, and then yeah, like I got to the part where you meet uh, what's his name, Mister Mister House, yeah. Or and Yes like, Man or whatever, one of the yeah. robots. The, the, like, the like main guy pulling all the strings, and then yeah, like Mister House, the big I got, screen. I, I literally got the only like, like. Dumb ending. Like there was, all, there was all the endings were like, oh, like you join up with Kaisar's army, or you join up with the the um, the NRA or, or whatever they're called. And then like I got the you did nothing and you were very neutral and it just kind of uh, nothing happened ending. And I was like, is, well, fuck this. That's this is awesome. bringing back no, so many fond memories. <laughs> that's the that's the most humanizing ending you possibly could have got. The game was telling you that for all of the things that you did, still don't matter. <laughs> I, I, yes, yes. At the same time, there was like this big like. There's a huge fight in the next mission, but then the way that I ended that mission was like, you have no more missions after this, and so I was like, oh, so I don't get to, I don't get to fight all the the guys. I don't get to do anything. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, well, I, just... I just got this like really like accidentally like ruined that file and I didn't feel like starting over so yeah one one of the things that like is kind of blowing my mind is how much I realized I missed during my first playthrough and how like yeah and how deep this game actually goes and it's I I almost looked at it as in this this I may get shot for saying this but I almost kind of saw it as almost like DLC in a way Uh and so I, I, I guess I didn't really have high expectations as to it being a very 
deep game, but oh my gosh, is was I wrong? Because uh, I, I'm doing stuff on the strip, and I, um, I quick uh, my my new guy. I I maxed out his luck, right? So I basically, mm-hmm. quote unquote, bankrupted all the. All the uh, <laughs> the uh, the casinos, the casinos, right? Like where they, don't, they, where they will, to leave. Yeah, because I was just so darn lucky, and they were like, "Well, you can't play here anymore." So I can't do anything in any of the casinos. I spent all that money, of course, on like bad a weapons, like the mach- uh, what was it, like the the frag grenade, like machine gun or whatever. Oh, gosh. And I so just, anyway, oh, say what? I, I just now realized what a contradiction it is to have luck be a stat. Yeah. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it is no longer yeah. really luck, is it? it? I hate that. I hate, man. <laughs> I, I love could, it. I could write a damn I, dissertation I, I'm, I'm on, like, critical strikes in games. <laughs> I hate luck. Luck can die in a fire. But, but like, having it luck as a though, stat. It's luck. Stop, they, stop raining on Luke's parade. Okay, okay, anyways, <laughs> right, let's, let's keep going. What were you saying? No, no, so so I started doing, like, the quest or whatever um, in uh, the Ultralux, um, the, the Ultralux Casino. I don't know if you guys remember, but it's like... Is that the one with the creepy masks? Yeah, the, where everyone's wearing a mask. And yeah, uh, everyone, there's a rumor going on that they, that they apparently eat people and that, mm-hmm. like... They're so high class and tip top, but yet they're reverting back to their old ways of cannibalism. And I, right. I never remember doing that quest. And I was like, oh snap! Before I do and anything, it's a really I gotta elaborate find out. Quest too. Like mm-hmm. you have to do a stealth section towards the end. I remember where you're sneaking through their kitchen and, and mm-hmm. sneaking up on people. Yeah, like there's so many different things that you can do, but of course because I think I broke so many of the rules, I, I think I messed up with some of the the storylines because I would, because I'm just playing where I basically just go around and just like shoot people. Um, <laughs> the Grand Theft Auto approach. Yeah, yeah. But as long as you quick save beforehand, you're good. I'm kind nah, of cool. you live I'm, with that. I'm pissed because I can't do anything in the casino, so I'm just like, fine, the only thing I can get from them is XP, so I kill somebody, 20 XP, kill somebody, 20 XP. <laughs> Anyways, well, then that- you're just going to hurt your relationships further down the road. Yeah, I, They're, they're going to look at your character sheet and be like, this guy has negative 20 jillion karma. <laughs> 20 jillion. Oh, God. 20 jillion. Yeah, I, that reminds me of Fallout 2, actually, on, oh, my, on my way towards the end of the game. You um you can kill kids in the old Fallout games. They were uh they were totally cool with that. What? And yeah, but okay, hear me out. Hear me out here. The early mm-hmm. game in Fallout 2 is extremely hard. You don't get a mm-hmm. gun until like 4 or 5 hours yeah. in, but they still throw high-level hard to kill enemies at you during that process. Right. So I ended up like I, I I don't know, like slaving over quick saving and reloading inside of a um town with a block of enemies I couldn't get past, so I decided mm-hmm. to just, like, bite the bullet and and actually, like, put some um, elbow grease into the choice and consequence system of an RPG and rob a gun store and get my whole, get my hands on a gun, which mm-hmm. caused a firefight in the town. A kid got, got caught in the crossfire by one of the enemy's bullets, not me, but it still mm-hmm. put a black mark on my record. Well, wow. whatever. I was able to get the gun and get past the section I was I was stopped at with some new weapons and continue on with the game. But eight hours later, there was a door that um had a guard in front of it with like the end of the game behind that door, and he said, <laughs> "You have done terrible things in your past. I cannot let you through to the sanctuary." Oh, and you know how oh, I fixed man. it. 
was I took Killed the steroids him. that decreased the intelligence of my character so much that this guy felt sorry for me and let me in. Wow. That is glorious. What? It was the, the glorious. The fact that you can even do that is yeah, amazing. Yeah, that was, that, that blew my mind. That's nuts. And shit like That's that insane. is in Fallout New Vegas and not Fallout 3. Well, Just saying, oh, just saying. Yes, at the same time, Fallout 3 had all those sick uh, blueprints weapons and Fallout mm. New Vegas did not. Blueprints weapons. Yeah, you don't remember that? Refresh me. Fallout the Three had a yeah. rail, railroad spike gun oh, that you make with yeah. a pressure cooker it, it and the like choo-choo noise. Yeah, you choo-choo. shoot it, it's like. Choo-choo. Oh yeah, yeah. You mean like the craftable weapons? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I re- I remember now. I re- yeah. I, I I guess. But I mean, they had just, the rock it launcher where you could get any of the they're, random they're items. Just, they're just guns. They're just they're. Just, so, okay, have you ever used the dart gun, the poison dart gun that you can make? I'm pretty sure I might have. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. I love both games. I must have played like 50 hours of Fallout 3 as, as well, but I played 250 hours of New Vegas before finally putting it down. <laughs> well, okay. Y'all the are fun, nuts. like, I don't know. A lot of the guns in the game, in both games, are really cool. But the ones in Fallout 3, the, like, craftable weapons, all had this, like, really heavy element of humor to them. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the poison dart gun would do, like, a thousand percent cripple damage to legs only. <laughs> and, like, a bit, a bit it's, like, ridiculous. For no, it's so funny, though, because, like, you shoot anybody who's, like, running away, and because it cripples them, they just move slower, but they play the same animation, and I think it's on purpose. So they're, it looks like they're, like, in the Matrix, like, running super slow-mo. That's but hilarious. But everything else is in real time. And then, like, the railroad spike gun makes a little choo-choo sound after you shoot it, and that's just, like, it's just, like, I don't know, there's a lot of charm to those yeah. weapons. Yeah. And that's, I don't know, I guess that's kind of my thing. I like craftable weapons. Also, Me there's too. a sword that you attach to a like a motorcycle gas tank and you light things on oh, fire with I it. I definitely remember that one cuz that yeah. one was useful till the end of the game. Yeah. Like that was yeah. that was one of the top tier melee weapons. Yep. Cuz you light people on fire with it and mm-hmm. fire's pretty goddamn powerful. Fire was extremely <laughs> yeah. useful in, in that game in that game. Um so let's yeah. see over over this past week I I beat Sleeping Dogs. Okay. Yeah, how'd you like that? Th- talk about that. I thought it was pretty nice. Like, I don't... I, I didn't have the time of my life with it. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was... I thought it was written really well. Like, especially right? for a... um. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to know what was happening next. Dude, that's what <laughs> I, I never want to know what happens next. Exactly. It's always like, uh, okay, I'm a whomever. I got to go to wherever and kill the people who aren't whatever race I am. Or and then like, come it, up with know? justifications behind it. But in Sleeping Dogs, like, the justification made it. sense. You're I an undercover it. cop in a criminal yeah. underworld. So that's like such an elegant way of explaining away the stupid shit you do in sandbox crime games. And um, the cool thing is, it they justify it at the like, not no spoilers, but like the whole way through. It's not just the premise; it's the story. It's the whole, the essence of that game is contained in the initial premise. You're you're metered, um, by how much you don't fuck up, which is the (laughs) the cop the capo meter, and how much crazy wacky unpredictable shit, which is the gangstero meter. So you like have to live in an equilibrium of doing crazy shit, but not not screwing it up. And um, 
that the ethos of that is also baked into the story as well. Like your character is an undercover cop who's infiltrating a gang, so he has to do cop stuff and gang stuff. So it's an open world sandbox game, so you also have to like juggle acting like a normal person, but also going on a crazy sandbox rampage whenever you want to. And it it, it makes sense. It's an elegant premise for for a whole genre of mm-hmm. um, of how how that kind of game works. I liked yep. it because it reminded me a lot of Shinmu. Oh yeah, and that's another thing. It it is like Shinmu. It's like Yakuza. It's like those really um mm-hmm. weird Asian life simulators, except this one was made <laughs> by a Western dev, but whatever. It still evoked that feeling and um yeah. it was it, it had they, location they, going for it. Well they went they went like ham on it too. Like as much as it's you know, it is a Western <laughs> dev, they spent I believe the the high the top end people in the company spent I think they said two weeks in Hong Kong. Next mm-hmm. they had a writer go on a three day ride along with a triad member. Oh Jesus. Wow. How like, did they, in, how did they I do, do that? not know. I have no idea. I think I don't know where they were or I would try and find them. But uh, there was like there was like pictures of them before they go and then after and that was it. They were not allowed to take any other kind of evidence. Dang. Ob- obviously. <laughs> but yeah, that's why it's so it's so, so you know truthful. No, I guess I mean I don't know. I haven't been to Hong well, Kong Yeah, there's personally. no way to know. If but it's, like it doesn't um, feel realistic like, or not. Like, it doesn't feel like it's pandering. You know, like, oh, this is what you think Hong Kong is. <laughs> this is what you, you probably think it's like this, right? Like, it doesn't feel that way. It feels like it's like, nah, this probably is what Hong Kong is like. Well, with more <laughs> violence, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like, but, the the people, the streets, it all felt super great. I was I was like, yes, this is awesome. Like, like never at once was it like, you thought this was what Hong Kong was like. Well, you were wrong. But at the same time, <laughs> it still lets you indulge in um, a kind of kind of exotic, mysterious locale with like these um, ancient Chinese temples with the little health shrines that you burn incense at, and mm-hmm. like the gangster works at this busy Chinese restaurant with with his mother, who's screaming at everyone. Who, s- spoiler alert, kind of actually turns out to be a really wacky character, dude. I, that that's another thing I loved about that game. Everybody had their moment. Mm-hmm. Every character had. Their time to shine, to change, to 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 decide that they refuse to change. Like, ah, it, everyone had screen time, and and it was worth it to to see what anybody was gonna do, and to see their their story or side story through to the end. Except for the, the all the female characters, <laughs> like all well, of them. Like let's every see time, here. You had, it's you like had hey. Winston's mom who. <laughs> Who ended up like murdering people? You have well, she, the she dates. gets a little bit of a story, but all the date people it was like, "Hey, we should go on a date." Okay, wow, I had a great time. Yeah, I'm too busy to be with you. Bye. That was every single spoiler alert. Every single one ends that way. Well, what like, about what about Auntie Zhang, who's like the super badass crime boss? She she's she she's cool. the woman, and yeah, she's she's okay. The, the, the main the main female characters, uh, her and then um, I forgot what her name is. But uh, the the one who you're like liaison to the to the police force, the oh, one who yeah, worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what her name is. Do you remember what I, her name I, is? I, I know, Luke? I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember her name. Okay, well, she was a cool character. Name was Lee. No, Lee, yeah, you're right. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I, I, oh, okay, it, I it believe you. Been. That's the sad yeah, part. Yeah. <laughs> what does that say about us? <laughs> we don't know anything about the culture. 
No, no but we'll we find out more. We will I find think, out more after the. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm interrupting your segue, but I don't think I've ever seen even one shred of information about the game Sleeping Dogs in my entire life. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> it was a super big deal like yeah. two years ago. I always yeah, just assumed that if it was dogs, it was watchdogs, and I never paid attention mm. to anything watchdogs. Oh my gosh. It came out uh it, it came out in that weird pocket like right before GTA right five was coming yep. out. So everybody uh, was hyped to play an open world like sandbox city based game. And so they played uh sleeping dogs. Interesting. And yeah. Sleeping Dogs and Watch Dogs both have names in the title. They both have really pretty rain effects. <laughs> They're both open world sandbox crime games. I, I, I don't know. Am I the only one who's weirded out by that coincidence? No. Because I, mean, I think I'm it's not... a pretty wacky coincidence that it's, these two yeah. extremely similar yeah. games have dogs in the title. The, the cool thing is, though, both of those... Re- those, both of the dogs are references to different parts of dogs. Like the complete, the, they're complete opposite. No, I'm serious. So watch, watch dogs re- refers to like dogs of like 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 uh, attentiveness and loyalty to a cause, whereas mm-hmm. sleeping dogs has to do with mm-hmm. like the the voraciousness and the aggression aggression of of basically interfering and interloping and then it's, 10 dogs refer to an actual <laughs> dog simulation game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you have actual that's puppy the, dogs in that one that's the trifecta yeah mm-hmm. the triforce of dog games yeah you got you got sleeping dogs watch dogs and in 10 dogs you literally don't need to play anything else for your whole life yeah. ever, yeah. ever. Unless, unless you don't like dogs in which case you're screwed i guess there aren't uh, dogs in those games rough. either. That put that on the list of similarities. <laughs> Neither game has dogs. GTA has dogs. Yeah, what uh, the hell? Yeah. It doesn't have dogs in the name, but there's dogs in the game. What the false advertising bullshit? God. I'm smelling yeah. it. I'm smelling a good top five list. Top five games that have dogs in the name, the name that don't have not- dogs in the game. <laughs> hmm. I, what other games are there? I mean, you have two already. You can just take that and run with it. Okay. Games with dogs in the name. <laughs> List of fictional dogs, the hundred game dogs, whatever. We'll find out later. Okay. We'll find out after these messages. Me and you, and you and me, no matter how they toss the dice, it had to be the only one for me is you. Something's gone wrong in the happy go lucky world of Nintendo. Introducing Super Smash Brothers, where all your favorite characters go toe-to-toe in one four-player star-studded slam fest, only on Nintendo 64. Great is good. Makes you do great things. Great makes you do great things. old people. Great loves old people. Gold coins and puppies. Gold coins and puppies. It will get you everything. It will get you everything. Even if you have to pile drive your enemy to do Even so. Even if you have to pile drive your enemies to do so. Get ready for some real greed. everyone. 
Welcome back. It is news time. It is time to talk about news. Oh, yeah. Are you guys ready for this? I'm ready for this. Dun, dun, mm. dun, 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 First dun, big story is not good. It's not good news. It's big. Uh, it's a big clusterfuck. The Le- <laughs> the Yogg's Ventures game has been officially canceled. It was um, rumored to be canceled all week, and what? back and forth talk had kind of let people game. come to this conclusion already. But now it is official. Backers have been given Steam keys for other games. Um, Yogg's cast issued a media statement on the July 17th saying that Winter Cool, <laughs> spelled K-E-W-L, is um, so cool. officially canceling the game. What's that? I said it's so cool. Mm. It's, it's Winter Cool. If it's, it's named that. It's Winter Cool. And I guess now that um, this has happened, like it's kind of... I don't know. I feel like it is unfortunately a tarnish on our rep- on our reputation as YouTubers, because because Yogg's cast was behind this, and they are they're big they, popular YouTubers. Yeah, they, they weren't though. See, <clears throat> I, the the funny the funny thing is, this feels to me this th- them making this game and Kim Kardashian making her game same thing. <laughs> as far as I as far as I'm concerned, Damn, Sa- really? same exact thing. Yeah, Shots because fired. Kim Kardashian puts her face on it, doesn't do anything. Yogg's cast, same thing. They get the money, put their faces on it. But this is Winter Cool's project. They were the ones. It was their game to deliver on or fail mm. to fail to make. And it, from what I understand, they were in no way prepared to meet the the, the premise that they suggested for the game. That's on yeah, them. That is. That is clear now, but I mean, okay, unlike Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. the Yogg's casters are intimately involved with games as game media. Like, they mm-hmm. commentate on true. games. They, um, they actually do things. Yeah, they're like a part <laughs> of the culture, I think. They well, are. They are. are you serious? Was Kim cast. Kardashian actually doing a game? Oh, she did. Well, it's it's like some shovelware throwaway. Oh, good I thought that thing. was just like a joke. No, nope. it's real. Oh, I mean, well, it's, it's a joke in a certain sense, but it does exist. Okay, I mean, it's pretty much I, so what sorry. you would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, continue on. I, I'm so sorry. I just had to. You guys were talking so seriously about it. I had to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Kim I mean, Kardashian you have every right to be confused is... on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was. So okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay. So. Okay. I think I think it's fair to say that the Kickstarter honeymoon is over. Um, for a lot of devs, this is probably scaring the shit out of them in regards <laughs> to the reliability of the crowdfunding project. As more and more Kickstarter games kind of fall through the net. I mean, there are a lot of good ones, like um, a lot that did it right, like like our favorite Shovel Knight or yeah, of course. Banner Saga mm-hmm. and FTL. Mercenary, Mercenary Kings. Mercenary Kings. That was a that was a crazy mix of of like I didn't think it was gonna happen. It looked <laughs> like it was gonna happen, and then it happened, and then it like happened in a big way. What's another Sony one? Helped them out. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, they, Divinity: see, Original Sin. That was that was kickstarted. The, you know the 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 through line between each of those success projects is that none of those or almost none of those people uh, were were amateurs. Yeah, like, that's that's a big the ass of, difference. Of yeah. Divinity and Mercenary Kings, those were those were developers who had put out games before <laughs> as and a Divinity team. Divinity is a long-running series of fairly it, it expensive is. projects, whereas like Van yeah. does the little little pixel art indie type things. Like mm-hmm. I, I was surprised to learn actually that Divinity Original Sin was crowdfunded. 
I didn't even know that until you said it right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, I believe they ran a Kickstarter for it, and then a crowdfunding campaign on their own website afterwards. I, I, I don't know. I may be wrong. I should probably. I, I've heard uh, that that game is, and that, and I, I've heard that that game is is pushing, like the the turn-based fantasy RPG in, in ways that all these other, you know, Dragon Ages yep. and Sacred Threes aren't even getting close to. They so raised $944,000 on Kickstarter for it, almost a million. Wow. Bananas. Golly, that, yeah. that, that's probably how much money they lost on the previous Divinity games, which <laughs> oh, did not do well. Damn. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's a harsh truth. But yeah, I, I, I oh, just want to bring up, though, do you think... I mean, because this has been rumored for a week. Do you think that this has anything to do directly with the whole the Yogg's cast? Yeah, Yogg's discovery thing. It has not been a good week for them, has it? Well, like I'm, I'm saying, like the Yogg's discovery gave them a lot of bad press, and not mm-hmm. just from like, not just from like, you know, the average schmo, you know, me, like I, thinking like, oh, that's dumb and that's a stupid thing, like. I remember the day it happened. Somebody tweeted out something, and like Notch retweeted them, and it was like a it was like a slightly like passive aggressive like at Yogg's Discovery like people asking for money for game reviews, blah blah blah, something something. I don't remember the exact wording, but it was definitely like a like a jab at them. And you know, Notch Notch is not a small game dev. He's the Minecraft guy. Like he jabs people. Yeah, a lot, that's actually. A, that's you, a big, okay, what is Yogg's Discovery? What is that? Uh, we talked about it. Uh, was it two weeks ago already? Or I mean, you know, like, I, should go, I should just go I, back I mentioned- and listen to that podcast. No, no, no. It's I it's, mentioned it's it to right. you a little bit uh, a while ago, Luke. That was the thing where they basically, if their video coverage of a game uh, increases. Sales X amount, then they get a cut of the game. That was that thing. Well, the developer has oh. to sign up for it. They basically yeah, yeah, share they... their revenue from a spike after getting some popular YouTube videos of their video game being made with the YouTuber. Yeah, right. it's really weird because it's it's less of like like oh yeah, we'll send you the game and some money to pay you to do a review or to like let's play it or whatever, and like they're actually getting a percentage cut of the sales. Which, like, mm-hmm. there, since there's no... We were talking about it last time. Since there's no, like, link that you can click that's like, oh, this is a referral link. No this referral sale link. Was, was given to us by the Yoxcast. It's just mm-hmm. any sale after assumed. the video goes up. So, yeah. It's, yeah, NerdCube oh. made a great video about it. Really? It's like, yeah, if he was just saying, if NerdCube and whomever makes a video about said game the same day Yogscast makes a game about video about said game, the whole... The, the spike from all three of the, or whomever, all of that coverage at once counts towards Yogscast. Right. Yogscast gets a cut of the sales for that. to the S. Well, yeah, I don't know. I silly. mean, like, on some level, I, I also don't want YouTubers to be arguing amongst each other over who gets a cut of money that isn't technically theirs. Right, well, but see, that's, that's the thing. thing is they shouldn't just get it cut it off. For Yogg's. Yeah, no one, none of, like, these, well, these, in the case of NerdCube, he's, he specifically was like, I do not want this. I will never do this. This is you not know, something that I approve of at it's all. It's really interesting. It sounds, it sounds like getting a, some sort of celebrity to endorse your product in order to increase sales. Instead, instead of them asking for a cut on the back end, they should just ask a cut on the front end. Like, honestly, that's what I like think. Put I mean, a disclaimer, like well, do a really, yeah. really like, obvious yeah, commercial. Like, you know, if I, if I, if I had a, you know, if I had like some brand new shoes and I wanted, you know, I don't know, like 
uh, Vince Carter to wear my shoes in order to help endorse it, I would pay Vince Carter to endorse the product. So if, I mean, basically it's kind of like what they're doing, what they're doing on the back end as a just in case. They should just ask for something on the front end if they're yeah. looking to make a little something. Be like, okay. And- We'll play this game for this X amount of money or something like that. Yeah, I guess. I think the big problem is that it's a percentage cut and that it's an ambiguous percentage cut that's like nobody can track it. So, like, they could be getting money from. They, like they could be getting money from other people's promotion, essentially. But like, what I'm, what I brought this up for was like, do you think that that has anything to do with this? Mm. Because that's a big negative backlash mm-hmm. on the Oxcast part. And like, yeah. you think it um, put them under greater scrutiny? Like, do you think Wintercool kind of was like, maybe we shouldn't be associating with the Oxcast anymore? Like, I, oh, I, don't I, don't know. Think I, so. I think he just wasn't competent it seems, enough. It seems genuine that. That Wintercool was just not prepared. Oh, yeah. really? Like, he yeah. issued an official apology. Like, he said the project super stressed him out, like, kind of ruined his life a bit. And after that, he just didn't have the gumption to keep it going. Interesting. Because it was just him for the most part. Right. Right. I hope this doesn't put, like, a damper on any sort of, like, future, uh, like, developer with YouTuber game collaboration sort of things because like yeah. despite I mean I, I didn't hear any great reviews of it but I, I've heard good things about uh, the ABGN game which was mm-hmm. I mean obviously that was like a direct right. collab- like collaborative effort between Cinemassacre and uh, was I that? It was Freak Zone games yeah. was that yeah. crowdfunded? Yeah. Uh, yeah it was yeah. it was? I believe mm-hmm. so or wait, wasn't it? I, I know. I know there was a big push from Screw Attack on it for obvious reasons. Hang on. I I, are we all looking it up? Yeah. <laughs> either way, either either way, like you know. Yeah, it was an that, Indiegogo that aside, campaign. I I don't think that it it's gonna have a direct. Uh, like it's not, it's not like it's never gonna happen now because mm-hmm. of this. But I do think I. It's sad to say, and it's not good in every sense. Obviously, we've already enumerated why it's not good. Right. But in a sense, it is helpful in that it educates consumers on knowing what 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 a Kickstarter has to have in order for you to to invest your money. And yeah. like, unfortunately, I feel really bad for saying this, but. Nine times out of ten, you should be you should not be backing a one man project unless yeah, yeah. it looks like a one man project game. Right. Mm-hmm. But like like Risk of Rain, that's like a I think it's like two people uh, and a musician, mm-hmm. uh, which is perfect. They were, they were very upfront. They were like, "We are making this in Game Maker Studio. Here's what it's gonna look like. Here's what we can do." One of us, is, I think. I think just one of them is a programmer. Right. I don't remember. But, like, they were like, we have the programmer, we have the art, we have the sound. We've got what we need, and here's this. This is all we want to make. That's the kind of thing you can back. Yeah, because they're very, yeah, very transparent about that whole situation. And, like, yeah, I I definitely, I, I see what you're saying, because this will definitely, like give people a heads up on like like it, as much money as you can throw at one person doesn't mm. like help them be better at something well also exactly the that's, idea that's exactly what i'm talking about the yeah. idea is that through crowdfunding they can not only pay for this guy's cost of living maybe if they get above the the stated goal he can right. hire on more people yeah and apparently that didn't happen here um I guess the That's thing is, thing. You have to people need for to experience. Yeah, people need to learn to send their money to trustworthy devs who are well experienced. <laughs>
experience. Like it can be right. a one man project. Like um, Axiom Verge, right? That's that's oh, the name of it, right? Such a cool yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a one man project. But the guy totally but knows what he's doing. Is there. He's proof, he's got the proof. He's yeah, got that's proof. What I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. also been working in AAA for most of his life. Like yeah, exactly. He's yeah. a tried and true. Like he he has experience in all the fields that he's working on. Like he's made original music before. He's made original sprite art and pixel art before. He's programmed before. Like yeah. yeah, he knows what he's doing and also he's been working on that game for four years now. So long time. So, so like So send your money to that guy. Yeah, not- go send your money to Axiom Verge guy. It's Tom Tom Hap, I believe his name is. You know, I mean, I think on top of all that if anything, it just it just reflects poorly on Yogg's cast before, like again, like I said, before it uh, per, er, Even reflects if they poorly are on Kim YouTubers. In this it's more that like they should have vetted this guy. Yeah, they should have. They, I mean, not you know, not to throw this guy under the bus because obviously it seems you know not obviously, but it seems like he really did try and get as deep as he needed to get mm-hmm. before it, it could you know because I nobody should 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 crush their life. Over a Kickstarter project right. or any or any project, no. <laughs> but they should have vetted this guy. They should have said, "Okay, you know what? It doesn't sound like you like you can handle this, and that's just life." That's just go, that's go work in AAA, get some experience, and try again when you're better at it. You know, everyone yeah. gets better at everything yeah. the more they practice at it, which is why you need to look up the the team behind the projects you're supporting and see what what kind of experience they have. Right, like, exactly. I'm it, also wondering what's the whole deal with the uh, with these giving backers alternate Steam keys as like a I'm sorry thing. That's kind of weird. Yeah, to uh, help compensate <laughs> for their costs is yeah, what it sounds like, like right? for, for well, their they, loss. They didn't, the weird thing is that they they didn't give back money like refunds. They just gave other they gave people other games. Yeah, the, the game is called Tug Tug by oh. Nerd Kingdom. Mm. My favorite. Um, let's see. It's another Kickstarter game, a multiplayer open-world sandbox RPG using new technology and social sciences to direct using new technology and social sciences to directly involve players in the game's design. So it sounds like a kind of similar similar idea, like a, a sandboxy open world. I don't know if this has the whole Minecraft build 'em up angle to it, but it says open world sandbox RPG. So yeah, it, it uh, looks on a surface level. I'm looking at the website. It looks pretty yeah, cool, yeah. but at the same time, like. Um, I don't know. Is it impossible to refund the backers at least like a partial percentage of their money or something? Um, because like they only get on a case by case basis from personal requests. Mm. That's uh, I don't know. That's that's a whole other story of itself. Like you got to Google Google Yogg's Ventures refunds to know what's going on with that thing. But the last I heard, they are trying of it. They just know it's going to be a slow and painful process. Yeah. And oh I don't, I don't know if that has happened in other failed Kickstarter projects before. Refunds, you, guys, you mean? No, yeah, there's yeah. that other, that huge game that that guy just like walked right away from. I forget what which game it, it is. We're it's one about of the towns. Is one of the. Oh yeah, it, towns. But was it town? Like the guy was like, hmm. he he took a bunch of money, made like a basically an unfinished game, <clears throat> and then said he's gonna use this to make his actual. Uh, it could be no. towns. It could be. Um, I think it's one of the aeronautical space games. activity. Oh, I, I don't that's know. Right. Like that, that, that's happening. It, 
I don't want to say a lot these days because Kickstarter <laughs> crowdfunded games are still a small minority percentage of total games development, but it yeah. is happening more frequently. It makes me a little nervous. Yeah, we've talked about it enough times mm. just on oh, the yeah. few episodes of podcasts that, that, that we have. That has been like the theme of this year, <laughs> yeah. like bad crowdfunding news, which is why I can't wait for good crowdfunding games to start coming out, like Pillars of Eternity. What is it coming out? Goddamn. Wasteland I mean, like, 2 should be coming soon. Yeah, like That's every time like August, good, I think. Every time like a great kick like a crowdfunded game comes out, it's always like, yes. Now <laughs> yeah. people will like take this a little more seriously. Yeah. It seems but like when a good one comes out, they don't you don't really praise it for it being a good crowdfunded game. It's just like a good it now we then you start talking about the game, right? Is it yeah. a good or bad game? Is it worth your yeah, money? That's the best part. Yeah. So, right. yeah, so, that's, so that's we true. should we point. should probably move on. Because <laughs> we've been at this for a while. Yeah. Next topic is the last of us stage show. Have you guys heard about this thing? <laughs> I heard no. about it a little uh. bit. Oh, man. Okay, okay, it's crazy. So, Joff Keeley has apparently used his his Spike TV game trailer journalism connections to put together a bunch of the musicians and voice actors who did The Last of Us to <laughs> kind of make a stage show out of it. Mm. Um, what they're going to do is have live performances of the movie and live uh, readings. <laughs> this is the part that really uh, kind of cracks me up, is live readings of the characters voice acting on stage uh-huh. and yeah I, hmm. I, I, I kind of want to say I get it but at the same time I don't I don't I find it hard <laughs> to imagine like how much value there is seeing games be this far out of their element because there's a chance these voice actors are going to look nothing like their characters and, and that, that's going to completely ruin the fun of the show and yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't. Yeah. Ellie, the voice actor, is like 26 or something. <laughs> and the other guy... <laughs> that just know, makes it obviously. weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, supposed to be like 13 or whatever. <laughs> it, that's that's funny, actually. Most um, children, both male and female, are voiced by women because yeah. mm-hmm. they just have higher higher pitch voices in right. general. Um, have you guys... Are, are, okay, Jimmy, I know you're in California. Are, yes. are you other guys in California? I'm in. I'm a little north of LA. A little north of LA. Are you guys shaking in your boots to go see? The, well, I mean, technically, it's already sold out. But given the I, possibility I, to go to LA and see this show, would you do it? No. No. I'm if, not even. I'm not even. I'm not Luke, even interested in the game. I, mean, yeah, I, I really like the game. Last I don't know. Us, so. it, I don't know. Like there, there's a. I think there is a spectacle to be had from an actual production of something versus something that has been, you know, kind of constructed on the front end that you experience. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of value in seeing something live. Of course, you're gonna have those people that are like, "Why would I need to experience this again?" The same people who go to the movies just to complain about how off it is from the book. I think right. those are the same people that need to be reevaluating their opinion. Like, this is a different medium. We shouldn't be judging the the two same things, you know, and, like, how integral they are to one another. Like, I get how that's important. We get it. You were here since the beginning. But at the same time, I think there's some value to be had. If I had, if I was in the L.A. area and I had played and liked the game, I would go see it. I think I might go see it regardless because Mm -hmm. I just want to see a production. Yeah. It was free, and if I did live close, I probably would have clicked the um, RSVP button just out of curiosity's sake, mm-hmm. more th- more than anything else, just to see how they managed to adapt video game voice acting onto a stage show. That's, that's what, what I I'm kind know. of interested in because um, 
they already have like live shows for video game music. Like there's video games live, and there's the Zelda Symphony of the Goddess, which I actually do want to see someday when they're in town again. It's so good. Yeah, like I had a feeling <laughs> that you were going to be super into that, Jimmy. <laughs> twice, I've been twice. And, so and, good. and you just said it was so good. So apparently there is something to be gleaned from from making a live performance out of video game stuff. Tears both times. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, it, um, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm. It, uh, well, I, okay. I, I it's the voice it, acting saying, that gets me. I'm not That's saying it could. It, I'm not saying it ha- like has to be bad. I just, but I am not interested in seeing it. It's not setting itself up to be something that's going to blow everyone's minds because live stage performance voice acting is a very ambiguous way of putting this. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, maybe there's, like, this cool thing where, like, they introduce all the voice actors and then they walk off stage to, like, professional audio equipment and then, like, silent actors portray a part <laughs> while they voice act, which would be kind of weird, weird, but it would still be kind of cool, right? But, oh, like, God. What from, if they... Oh, sorry. Like what I'm, what it sounds like just from the surface level is like, some people walk out to a table on a stage, pick up some papers and go, <clears throat> yes, these are lines from the game that you played, which doesn't sound right. I mean, it like, not whether or not I played the game, whether or not it'd be a good performance, it just doesn't sound like something that's actually interesting. It's, what if, it's 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 not clear what it is. I think is, right. Yeah, maybe that, that's that, the yeah. issue. What if, we, don't, we don't really know exactly oh how, my God. how this is even going to go down. What <laughs> what if these voice actors are hooked oh. up to some kind of motion capture rig oh, no. and really really like bad poorly rendered models of Joel and Ellie flap Stop. their mouths? To I think you're, get, oh. you're giving it way too much credit. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. a little that the budget. I mean, no. Jeff Keighley's got the money, but not well, that okay. Much. Like what if do they do? Want that to happen. Gorilla's concerts, because because this is a thing. Like like when Hatsune Miku is on a stage show, they have this like weird ass hologram <laughs> thing. The way that you pronounced that, here's, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I've never had to say it out loud before. I, I'm sorry, George. Here's yeah, what, here's I, I, how Hatsune Miku is like a, it's like the, the the phrase from the latest Lion King movie. <laughs> Hatsune Miku. Hatsune what Miku. a wonderful phrase. <laughs> Come sing the music of my people. I uh, think but, this but is how, anyway. Oh, okay. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, here's how I imagine it being implemented. I don't imagine the actors and the voice actors happening at the same time. I imagine mm-hmm. the when the actors are on stage, they're doing their thing, they're acting, and when they leave is when the voice actors are implemented. Uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I imagine that that's... I don't know, of course, but, I mean, if, if a guy who has been in the business, who knows how to entertain, uh, has an artistic vision, he may knock this junk out of the park with a bunch of different elements and he's being ambiguous <laughs> simply because he wants people to experience it is is that guy Jeff Keeley um, that it is the, Jeff Keeley but he's probably got someone else who does have an right he's got he's got a wallet yeah that's all you saw yeah. you gotta worry about with Jeff and, Keeley and connections that dude's <laughs> probably met like 50% of everyone who's ever worked on a video game at this point yeah. right. here's what I'll say that being said I am hopeful that this is a great thing that goes over super well. Yeah. But we need it to, is, is what we really need. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's God, ultimately no, what right. it comes down to, is that we need something like this to actually do yeah. well for once. Yeah, work. definitely. 
Uh, one last thing is that they might be advertising during this show. Like, keep an eye out for big announcements that may or may not happen. Keeley responded to a commenter under the um, Sony website's announcement of this event that uh, was questioning why in the press release they said that only portions of it were going to be streamed online. He said that that's because there's going to be... Um, let me see if I can just find the quote. Most of the event will be streamed, but there is a part of it that it was reserved just for the live audience that came out to theater. You'll find out why next week. Week, so he's uh, kind of buttering us up for something. Interesting. Ooh, butter. <laughs> yes, Keely, butter. do a good job. Butter. Keely, please, God. <laughs> all right, all right. One, so. one, last, one last topic is that VentureBeat has confirmed the YouTube Twitch buyout for $1 billion. Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, reported on by Variety about two months ago from anonymous sources then, and then the Wall Street Journal released a story debunking it, saying that no, Google officially told us there was nothing like this of the sort. And here we are, a long time later, and another source, another media outlet is confirming from different sources that this uh, thing is still happening, but there's still no official announcement. Very weird. I guess it kind of uh, takes a few steps further out of rumor territory, Yeah. But- it, 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 g- it gives it a little bit more credibility, yeah. but with almost no more actual tangibility to the mm-hmm. statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the real news is that they were willing to say it's a thing happening. Like, yeah. there are literally no details besides, you know, Google planning to buy out Twitch for $1 billion. Yeah, the Google whole, plans the whole to article, spend more money. The whole article <laughs> was literally like... The article was literally like, oh, yeah, okay, remember that thing that was said a couple months ago? Well, that's true, and um, <laughs> and we have that but, confirmed but we can't by tell anonymous you people. Yeah. We don't have any details, but just so you know, YouTube is a website where people go on to look at videos, they and Twitch fill... is a website, and it's just like, okay, yeah, they you got, guys are just fluffing blocks. it up now. They gotta fill the blocks. Yeah, seriously, but like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say my my piece because I know everyone's initial reaction to this two months ago was like an outcry. Oh, they're gonna ruin it, which I don't think is true. I don't think but that's like, true. You were one of the few at the time who was who was naysaying, and, and I think I think I have been justified because in the past couple months they've integrated this like twitch annotation on youtube i don't know if you guys know anything about this but if you connect your youtube account to your twitch account you can set up an annotation that like on all your videos when you're live there's going to be like a little purple annotation in the corner that says live on twitch now so it's like that's like just a great non-intrusive cool ass thing that like i didn't think about before and they just did it and i feel like that's a part of this sort of confirmed buyout and like, if they just do more things like that, then like, hell yeah, I'm for this. Let's let's do this right now. That's that's probably YouTube's worst, the capacity in which YouTube is the poorest at the moment, mm-hmm. and that is using this this thing we already this this system already in place called subscribers, and using the the you know on on our end on the mm-hmm. creators end. To just talk to those people, it is it is a nay, nigh impossible for no fucking reason. Oh, Why yeah. isn't that the easiest thing? I should be able to hit a goddamn button, and be all like, "Yo, guys, X, Y, and Z." Well, because they're there for a reason. I should be able to bother them. 
Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing is, it's funny, like, when you say there sh I should just have a button that, that makes it easy, but, like, YouTube, I feel like, aside from this really cool annotation that I'm all for, and I hope you do more stuff like that, they've just, like, in the past couple months have also done a lot of, like, stupid, like, like, why did this change things? Like, used to be when I click my little icon in the top right, oh, I could just hit video manager. Now you, you know? have the creator's oh. studio. <laughs> right. What's, what's Which it is called? Just, it's just yeah, a button. Yeah, creator studio. It's a yeah. button that takes me to a page that allows me to click video yeah, manager. It's just, a lit literally, the feature is that you have to click one more time. Yes, it's an extra step, manager. and that's literally the only purpose of it, is it's no. just another... But you know, at VidCon, at VidCon, they said, we're not gonna suck, I promise. Well... You see, the, it's... It, I don't know. It's really interesting, because something I, that I always have to try and keep myself in check about, the idea that uh, there, there are, there's a whole bunch of people on YouTube using YouTube casually. Yeah. Like, they just go on YouTube and they do a vlog, they do a, hey, this is me kicking my friend in the balls. Like, mm -hmm. there's all kinds of stuff that people do on YouTube that's super casual, and it's quick, and, you know, having, having their site cater to those people also makes sense. It just, it would be nice, it's, it's, it's like this, it's, it's how I feel about video games. <laughs> at the beginning of YouTube and at the beginning of games, it should ask me, it's like, look, are, do you know how to play games? Okay, you do? Alright, I'm gonna skip all of the A is to jump shit and yeah. just explain our, my complex stuff. Continue with YouTube. It's like, look, are you trying to make a show? Are you trying to, you know, do X, Y, and Z to really have these production values? Okay, then here's your... Here's your yeah. YouTube, and it's like, like hey, are you 13? <laughs> okay, here's your YouTube. <laughs> are you 13? Yeah, no, there, there's a lot of stuff that YouTube is doing that I could, like, okay, the whole, like, like, when I switch emails, it asks me if I want to use the email or, the, like, the YouTube account. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, but, like, that the started email last year. It yeah, took me forever and, to get used to that, but now I'm like, why? Yeah, and then, why like, is, I switched accounts, this? and, like, for, like, three months, it was, like, this blue bar at the top, like, hey, man, did you know you could <laughs> switch accounts on YouTube? Just click this button right here. And I'm like, YouTube, shut the fuck up. I do this 14 <laughs> times a day. I'm always switching accounts. If you would, like even stop and pay attention to me you'd be like oh he knows how to switch accounts i don't need to tell him this i'm just getting in the way but like i don't know i, I feel like maybe that was an unnecessary tangent but i like some of the things that youtube is doing youtube and twitch sounds like a cool idea but i i wouldn't i won't lie and say that like people are unjustified in thinking that things can go terribly wrong because mm -hmm. youtube's track record as of late hasn't been immaculate as far as improvements but go they promised they were not gonna suck at vidcon they were like hey guys we're not gonna suck i promise well I, either way i'm on youtube so this so helps we gotta me. deal with it. No, I mean, no. I mean, like, in general, there's no way that this can't benefit me. Even if it's implemented poorly. <laughs> right, because it's on, not Twitch not changing YouTube. Twitch, it's the right. other way around. And, <laughs> and you know what, though? It's really smart. Actually, Luke and I's friend, uh, Paperbat, mm -hmm. like, he started on YouTube, got all gigantic, mm -hmm. and then he, he basically, not, not literally, but basically, his channel became a ghost town because he was like, wow, streaming is so much better. Oh, and yeah. YouTube absolutely needs to bring him back. People and people like him. Like I think we were talking to Proton John at SGC, and he was like, "Yeah, streaming is." Yeah, is, all these let's players are migrating over. Yeah. yeah, and they and they, you, 
they don't want that youtube google they do not want that yeah no yeah this yeah that's why they're freaking out they're like no 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 keep I it mean, all like keep it together like exactly. in a in a in a like perfect merging of the two that i can like see and like heavens shines down lights upon the both <laughs> websites i like i can see a thing where like the youtube live stream thing becomes automatically twitch integrated so yes. that like so that you go like oh i sunder am streaming you know i'm just streaming some games right now playing some thousand one spikes come hang out Please. And, but then like on Twitch, it shows up in like games played, Thousand One Spikes. I'm I'm there, but also on YouTube, if you like are looking through Thousand One Spikes, it shows my live stream there. And so I'm getting the both audiences, and they're coming to a central chat room where everybody can talk, and it's like this one connected experience. Because that would just boost numbers. That would just boost numbers across the board on yeah. both sites, like on your Twitch channel and your YouTube channel, and it would just be great and fantastic and awesome. But who knows if that's actually going to be the thing that happens. That, that is the dream. That's the dream. The reality is the present. The uncertain, the unknown future is upon us. <laughs> will, the world of media. Will they realize the dream? The world, or yeah, will serious. we continue to, to flop it's, in mediocrity? Find exactly out next right. time on the TOVG podcast. So yeah, if you didn't get the, the idea, we're running out of time here. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening, and remember that you can find all of us on YouTube at our respective channels. Hey guys, where can can people find your stuff? Talking to you guys. Oh, oh, us. Luke, <laughs> yeah, do you want to go you. first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. Uh, uh, you can find my stuff on YouTube.com forward slash Youngtown, spelled Y-U-N-G-T-O-W-N. I'm also on HiddenBlock.com. If you want to check out some of my video game satire, comedy, and music stuff, so do some, that. He does some pretty, pretty dope rap songs. Probably one of the few guys who does like original rap stuff. I mean, like, like I, I think everybody knows Shofu does like Pokemon raps, but like yours aren't very parody. And they're not very, like, derivative. They're just kind of original songs. And they're really cool. You can just, like, listen to them even if you don't play the game. I don't know. It's a good quality to have. Yes. That's exactly... That is exactly what I'm trying to strive for. So that is awesome to hear. Thank you. (laughs) My my Youngtown playlist is still my most played playlist. (laughs) All right. Shut shut up. Shut up, Todd. (laughs) I'm not even... I'm not not joking. I'm not. Go ahead and push yourself. All right, Todd. You got to (laughs) push... So you can find my stuff <clears throat> on YouTube at youtube.com slash rated S for sandwich, uh, or just put that in YouTube. It, it, it might give you rated A for sandwich. I don't know who the fuck that is. It's not me. <laughs> uh, it doesn't even make know. sense. I don't get it either, right? Yeah. I don't understand at all. But yeah, rated S for sandwich. <laughs> I, I do, um, I don't know. Like, really, I still really fun <laughs> retrospective reviews, you know? Not, not. You know what though? It's funny because it's the, like the exact. Opposite. He looks like I, I, he looks at game development aspects and tries to, you know, talk about them, similar to how Jimmy here does it, but in in its own respect. Uh, I, think. I try to I try to stick I like I stick to the games, but I do I go I go as ham on the subject as <laughs> I possibly can. And explore whatever whatever it is, some piece of the game that I want to talk about without talking about every part of the game. Yeah, it's more mm-hmm. like uh, it's like reviews that instead of covering all aspects of the game, you kind of just like pick that one thing that kind of really stood out, 
and then you relate it to every part of the game. I don't know, I really liked, uh, you just put up that Wind Waker video, I said I really liked that. The Metroid Fusion, it's like one of my favorite Metroid games. And yeah. Dust Force, did a really good review on Dust Force. And Thank you. I've yet to get through all the rest of the videos, I'm trying my hardest. So hard to watch videos and make videos at the same time. I, I just yeah, really saw is. the Metroid Fusion one, and like the whole video was about how the element of the unknown is is evoked in every element mm -hmm. of the game, outside yeah. of how it even just uses like the letter F, bleh, the letter X for everything. Yeah, <laughs> <They> <laughs> unknown do, variables. There, there, yeah. there was a, <laughs> Metroid Triple X. Okay, anyways, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, the yeah, site. Go sub to those guys. Go <laughs> you, show them do love. it. Oh, do it. Thanks. Thank you so much for having us <laughs> Thank on. You. Yeah, yeah man. this is oh, this yeah, no problem. Fun. No problem. That was it's a lot been of fun. fun. It's been fun and lighthearted, which is how I like the podcast to be. Good. Just like chill you know? even yeah. even when it's bad news as long as we giggle about it it still turns out okay <laughs> that's how i feel about that. every everything in life perfect everything oh Gig giggle at the circle. bad news people will love you for it <laughs> so yeah the site's still wonky right now i i kind of want to apologize on behalf of that but we're still going to be uploading these um podcasts to libsyn and itunes like usual mm -hmm. and um yeah be sure to keep rating us five stars because um Cause, cause we love you. It actually does help. the mm -hmm. The ratings could help us get uh, a sponsorship, which can help us fund more stuff on the podcast, and you know, maybe get some more attention. Maybe have, maybe we'll have some interesting guests in the near future. Oh yes, mm -hmm. as yes. long as they put all the their interviews on the calendar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that that that's the idea. But anyways, yeah. we oh, hope well. to see you guys in the forums, and we hope to see you next week. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.